Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we talk Christmas trees and Christmas cheer. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, We kept things very low-key. I made a couple pies, but otherwise outsourced the rest. (laughs) It for sure tasted better than anything I would have made and was much less stressful. Uh, So it was good. It was great, actually. I took a nap on Thanksgiving for the first time in I don't know how many years. So, you know, right that right there is a win. Uh, The day after Thanksgiving, I didn't leave the house until dark, which also was great. And also not as crazy as it sounds since it starts getting dark at like 4.30 now. So I walk outside and you guessed it. Everyone had their lights up. Actually, actually, you might have guessed it, but I did not. Even after all the Halloween festivity, I did not see it coming. There was like, because there was a little bit of decorating last year, but I wouldn't say it was like crazy. This year, however, I would say the festivity on my street has multiplied by like three times what it was last year, maybe five times. I literally was like to my husband, I was like, you have to come see this. He's like, what? And I'm like, just come look. Like, you know, he, you know, he thinks he's coming to see something really notable, like a million dollars on the porch or something like that. I actually think the last one of the last times I said that to him was when we had two fire trucks on our street because our neighbor was grilling in his garage and it set off his, his smoke alarm. Uh, so I would say maybe my husband was initially slightly underwhelmed, but then once it sunk in, even he was like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> Um, I think part of it was the idea that the whole neighborhood was out there stringing lights and I had no idea. Not really the whole neighborhood, but it didn't seem like in 24 hours someone had flipped a switch and the whole street changed like all at once. Obviously, you know, that immediately lit a fire under me. And I was like, all right, the least I have to do right now is get the fall stuff down. The fall stuff, by the way, had seen better days, (laughs) like way better days. I was basically just down to the pumpkin and the mums and some little leaf things in the windows outside. I guess they're technically, I guess they're technically gel hangs, but they're really cute ones. I feel like I have to qualify that. Anyway, it was like really windy Thanksgiving week and the mums kept falling over and I kept scooping them up, even though I had basically stopped watering them and they were basically dead. And then finally, like a few days before Thanksgiving, this big thing, the big thing of mums blew completely off the porch into the front flower bed and came totally out of the pot. <laughs> Just like done. When I saw it, I was like, I do not want to climb back there right now. Maybe I will give myself the benefit of the doubt and say it was raining. I don't know. Probably not, <laughs> but maybe. But at any rate, I left them there and continued to leave them there. So, so you know, I walk outside the day after Thanksgiving, and not only does everyone have up these elaborate light displays, but I still have dead mums in a pot sitting on the side of my front porch. The pumpkin, by the way, was just like randomly sitting there, like in front of where the mums used to be. And I was like, all right, all right, we got to get this together. So I have this lighted, lighted, lit, I have this garland with white lights that I put out along my raised porch. So I put that out again and the Christmas wreath, of course. But I really wanted something by the front door, specifically a little Christmas tree. But I did not really want to go crazy with it because, you know, it's only out there for like three weeks, three or four weeks. Um, Of course, you can look at it the other way and say, well, you know, you do put it out every year, which is true. 
but I kind of had something in mind. So I'm looking and looking and I hit the jackpot with a two pack of little outdoor Christmas trees that were on sale at Target. They were not lit, but I was like, that's easy enough. I'll just get some battery lights. So it was perfect. Except for the fact that there were not any in stock at my local Target, of course, just like everything for Halloween was sold out by like October 3rd. Uh, My backup is the Target the next town over, but they were out of stock too. So the next closest option was like a half hour away, like a highway half hour, not back roads half hour. No online ordering option, by the way, either. So for a second, I was like, it's probably not worth it. And my husband was like, it is definitely not worth it. But there was only one left in stock. And I do kind of have this competitive side. So I hit the purchase button at like 1130 on Friday night. And sure enough, I got the email at 7am that my order was ready for pickup. So my husband was a good sport and came with me. And we drove out to this Target by the airport to pick up my set of front porch Christmas trees. Uh, so this Target, it was like the Target time forgot. <laughs> it literally, it literally looked like it hadn't been remodeled in like 30 years. Like even the logo sign was old, but I got my trees and they are super cute. I think I even said they were darling when I took them out of the box, <laughs> which I never say. They really are cute though. I put some battery lights on them and they are totally getting the job done out there. Great sale purchase. Uh, I am definitely not going to win the neighborhood Christmas decorating contest, but I think we can officially say that I checked the box for effort. So the same night I was really on a roll. So we got out the Christmas tree by got out. You probably correctly assumed that it's an artificial tree. We keep in a big red zippered bag on the top shelf in the garage the rest of the year. My husband has always been team fake tree and I was team real tree, but I have to say I have come around on fake trees. The pros for fake trees are as follows. The lights are already on and well spaced out. That's a big pro. You don't have to stand outside in the freezing cold trying to make a decision. That's another big one for me. I have an amazing ability to overcomplicate insignificant decisions. So anytime the decision is already made, great. Uh, Another one, you don't have to figure out how to put it in a stand. Also a big win, you don't have to water it. Big win, that's a pain. Uh, You don't have to worry about pine needles getting everywhere. Win, that's also a pain. You don't have to worry about getting rid of it and making a huge mess in the process. Win, win, win. (laughs) And the biggest pro of all is that you don't have to worry about bringing in a stowaway. Did you see the story about the little owl who stowed away in the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree this year? That's a cute stowaway. I don't get cute stowaways. I would get a terrifying spider or nest or a bunch of insect eggs or my biggest nightmare of all, a live mouse, which I actually think happened once to a girl I knew. I mean, you could call me a wimp or a drama queen, and maybe I am, but I literally cannot imagine the hysteria that would ensue if a mouse jumped out of a tree onto my living room couch. (laughs) I mean, chasing a mouse all over my downstairs. (laughs) I know they're like, you're bigger than they are. They're more scared of you than you are of them. I can assure you that is not true. I cannot even imagine. I know the odds of that happening are pretty small, but still. The downside, of course, of a fake tree is that it doesn't smell like a real tree, but there is an easy fix for that in the form of a variety of Christmas tree scented candles that smell admirably like, or maybe even better than real Christmas trees. So the tree is up and the candle is lit. 
which is making everything very festive and cozy, but that is as far as we've gotten. There are no actual decorations on the tree yet. I literally, I literally was like, let's just take care of everything that people can see and do the rest later. And I haven't gotten around to the rest yet. So that's the plan for this weekend, this weekend, this weekend, it's going to happen. Um, I will admit to feeling a little scroogey a couple times this week. And I'm like, okay, well, I am not really making much of an effort. So in case you are feeling the same way, I present to you my unofficial incomplete list of some inexpensive or free ways to bring some holiday cheer into your Christmas season. The first is the lights. In spite of not having the actual decorations on the tree, there is something cheery about just having the lights on and everything. So we went out for like not even that long last Saturday night, like maybe a half hour or 45 minutes and drove to a couple houses in a park that I knew had big Christmas lights up. One of them is kind of crazy. They go really big for Halloween, but they also do a Christmas display with scenes from different Christmas movies. Uh, Their next door neighbor does it too. So it's one big display, which is kind of fun. One of them lives on a street called Holly Drive. So of course, you know, they embrace that and put up this whole display. Um, And another is just this little park where a few local businesses put up little light displays all in a row. It probably takes like two minutes to drive through, but we went in the wrong way the first time. So we did it twice. So call it five, (laughs) but that was cute. And it's across the street from a Wendy's. So you could always find a place like that and get a frosty and make a whole event out of it. Uh, I found a Christmas light map on my county website. Actually, I didn't find it. Someone posted it on Facebook, but I think we're going to do that next. The second thing is embracing nostalgia. Our one thing that we always do is watch a Christmas story. That's my pick. My siblings and I always watched it, usually in piecemeal, but we did watch it during the TBS Christmas Eve marathon every year. So we keep that going and watch that. And we also watch Home Alone, which is my husband's pick. Um, But it doesn't even have to be a Christmas related thing. A couple weeks ago, I was cleaning at like 10 o'clock at night and I flipped around the channels and... The Karate Kid was on at just the right part at the end, and it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, We have also started, not every night, but a lot of nights, we have Alexa play one song, usually from the 80s or 90s that we haven't heard in forever, and it is amazing. It's the best. Uh, One of the best ways, of course, to sort of capture the spirit of the season is to do things for other people. This is a little tricky with everything going on. Like, for example, I am only baking things for people I know pretty well who I feel like would be okay with it. But in general, I'm not really doing it right now. However, it has been a good reminder that not everything has to be a whole production. I have siblings in all different states. And one time I tried a new flavor of M&Ms I really liked. So I got a bunch of bags and just put them in padded envelopes and stuck them in the mail to each of them. And it was fine, you know, like who doesn't love getting a bag of M&Ms in the mail, especially a new flavor you haven't ever tried. Speaking of the mail, I have become a big fan of the mailbox drop-off this year. I am not sure if the U.S. Postal Service is a fan of my mailbox drop-offs, but I don't think there have been any issues. Um, The great thing about leaving something in someone's mailbox is that you can totally be in borderline pajamas and not even get out of the car. And it means if they have a ring, you probably won't end up on it either, which I might be an even bigger fan of. So with that, you can either tell them it's from you or just keep it anonymous too. Um, My sisters keep raving about the gingerbread Oreos, which my target has perpetually, big shocker, been out of stock on. But who wouldn't love to try gingerbread Oreos courtesy of their friend or neighbor or friend and neighbor? (laughs) 
I feel like hot chocolate is always a big hit too. That's another option that could sit in someone's mailbox in borderline freezing temperatures for a few hours if need be. I'm going to go on a tangent for one sec though about the mail. I watched my mail get delivered today by a guy in a pickup truck that had a U.S. Postal Service sticker slapped on the back. A little bit ago, a guy in a white SUV dropped off a box of toilet paper that I ordered. I think that one's FedEx, maybe UPS, one of them, because that one was a topic on my neighborhood Facebook page a few weeks ago. But my question is, is this just my neighborhood or is that everywhere? My my desk is obviously by the window, by the way. It is amazing I ever get anything done. Okay, so back to the list. So one of the good things about not having to do a lot of crazy holiday baking is that it frees up some time to try some new recipes that are seasonally appropriate without the pressure of having to have it turn out so you can take it somewhere. My favorite treat blogger, Shelly Jaronski, does a 12 days of Christmas treats every year. So I'm going to pick out a couple to try so I can stash them away for next year if I like them. Uh, My neighborhood is also doing a cooking class on Zoom next week, which you better believe you will hear all about. And finally, of course, it helps to have reminders of the reason we're celebrating in the first place. I put a couple of videos that I think are good in the show notes, including one about the birth of Jesus Christ. I will also say I do really like traditional Christmas songs too. I feel like they bring about like a good feeling. So if I'm feeling a little scroogey, it is usually nice to listen to some of those too. I hope your Christmas season is off to a great start. That's it for today's walk around the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. I'll see you next week.